Welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and with me this week, I have Paolo. Hello. I have Edward. Oh, you know how to make a guy feel like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. And I have Mike. Hello. <laughs> so I did not Pittsburgh, Ed? Uh, sorry, yeah, guys. I'm uh, totally CM Punk lost. is back in wrestling. He popped up in AEW. I'm riding real high right now. It's real good. Okay. Oh, be careful up there. Be careful. I'm, trying, I'm trying. I'm trying. That sounds good. That sounds good. But guess what, guys? Today we have for you another Weeb episode. Hey, that's With... a, that's a made up word that actually doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all words. Pretty much. I that mean, is the essence of language. Hey, yeah. Did someone yeah. say Weeb? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like the only one that's seen that comic. Oh no! I've seen the comic, Good Old Perry Bible Fellowship. It's so classic good. Classic webcomic. Oh, it, it it's is so good. It is. I that's the Perry. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> it's it's. If if you want to know how good web comics could have been in the mid two thousands, that's a good place to go. But anyway, though, we're not here to talk about Perry Bible Fellowship. We are here to talk about the Netflix uh, scenes that have dropped the Cowboy Bebop. <clears throat> are what? we really here to talk about? The Netflix Cowboy Bebop, or are we just going to spend the entire episode just wanking to the original Cowboy Bebop? Uh, I mean, a little bit of column A, I think a lot of column B on that one. <laughs> I mean, there, there's four of us. We can make a perfect circle. And, um, oh, yeah. Regular I, I like to consider a, a square of disaster, we could say, because, you know, four, four of us, four sides. I thought you were going to say four score seven years ago. You were going to Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Because everyone knows Abraham Lincoln loved anime. He brought it over to the uh, <laughs> e- to the West initially. Yeah, that was his checklist: just free the slaves and bring anime to America. Yeah, he did them both. God damn it! <laughs> and sacrifice spells disaster for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, at time of recording, um, I think it's been a couple of days that we've had a chance to just kind of ingest the first. It w- I wouldn't even call it footage. It's literally just pictures that they've released of the main cast for the Netflix Cowboy Bebop adaptation. Some stuff looks good. Other stuff looks like cosplay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was the comment I made um, for sure when I when I shared it with you guys, because mm-hmm. when I saw it, I felt this cautious optimism. Like, this is something that I hold very it, it is very much in my formative years um something that i hold very near and dear to my heart and to my development uh into who i am today mm. uh, because like if i recall correctly this is one of those shows that like i watched during some of like my more formative i mean not just formative but i was going through a lot of stuff during that time Fair. so this show was and still is uh in my in my like top shows of all times i tell everybody to watch it i feel I'd like almost go as far as you don't like it i may not be able to be friends with you Ooh. too much i feel wow. like this to you is what venture brothers is to me you do love the venture brothers a i lot. fucking love that show but i I've, <laughs> I've that show's been on for a billion years and uh similar kind of thing <laughs> gone through some stuff and that that was just a show that happened to be there you know that's fair that's fair 
That's fair. I mean, but they also, I think this show has, I mean, don't get me wrong. Venture Brothers has a lot of staying power. Oh, no, I, I wasn't trying to compare the two. Absolutely. I, I, I was just trying to compare the, uh, the situations. The, the situations. Uh, what I was going to say really was more of the the impact that this show had for being just one season and a movie. Being fucking baller? <laughs> I mean, it's 26 episodes of probably... Mostly filler. Y- yeah. Not even filler. Yeah. I mean, why would you call it filler? It's its own thing. It starts and ends. If like you, wa- you, if, if you well, want to be a total prick about the hard definition of what filler is and not, I mean, there's really only three episodes I could think of that advance a compre- a, a connected plot. Yeah, right. And I, I think it's a little more than that. But yeah. Like, but let's, yeah, let's say mean, it's six tops, right? I mean, if you if you consider, all right. So let's let's talk about the characters before well, we go into that because there's a lot to talk yes. about when in terms of what connects to what. Because now, if you start to talk about, so first you talk about the main character that most people think of when they think about the show is Spike, which Harold um, uh, in a lot of the the shots there looks uh, kind of like he's in cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to agree with you, but yeah, I, the suit's a little shiny. I hope it's a little I, when he's out of the suit. There's a particular image that is him practicing martial arts or Messine that's straight out of the yeah. first episode. That picture feels very in line with what I want to see. It, yeah, so it I, definitely has the uh, the same vibe as the show. He, he, here's the other problem, too. In the show, Spike looks like his legs are about three inches wide. <laughs> Like there, there's a how did lot this of... real person not resemble the art style of a cartoon? Yeah, yeah, that, that's the problem. Like, it's, well, it's not a problem. <laughs> it's just problem. I, something. Listen, it's, it's a very stylized show. It's like yeah. getting a loop in the third and being his legs aren't like twigs, and he's like, or his arms or, like, or being like do? anything like, uh, or, or alternatively, or yeah. alternatively, oh, God. Faye, Faye Valentine not having a two-inch waist. How dare, how dare they? Th- that dare is they? that is that is the other big argument that a lot of people are having with the of, images. Of course, because it's the internet and people are shitty. Like, Look, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Yeah. All, you, all you need to do is just be like, "Look, okay, here you go," and just start posting old photos of Manfay from like you know old cons from like the mid two thousands. Oh my god. More current cons from now. <laughs> oh no, please. He's still, oh, he's still please. out and about. No, don't. I'm sure. No, not to the pictures. Post the pictures, but don't. I mean, be safe, everyone. Cons <laughs> are known for spreading sickness. I would not. I would not oh, go. Con flu is 100 percent a real thing. Con yeah. flu is a real thing. Now at Convid 19, I wouldn't go. <laughs> not yet. Not a fan. <laughs> but no, arguably, arguably, I do like who they got to play uh, Spike Spiegel. Uh, He's he's he feels good for the role. He was honestly he, he did his research. I mean, I've I've listened to some <laughs> interviews that he's talked about. He was actually very concerned with the fact that he is and guys, I, I did not realize this. He is 49 this Who? year. Oh wow. The guy that was playing him? Yeah. Who's playing it? Because I, I, I saw the pictures. I haven't looked too much into it because I like going into things mostly blind. Um, but who's who's playing Spike and what else John has he been Cho, in? John Cho, sir. Yeah, yeah. John Cho of Harold and Kumar fame yeah, and Star oh. Trek. He plays uh, okay. Sulu That's fun. in the, the new Star Trek, right? Yes, he plays Sulu in the new Star Trek. That is that is awesome. He's very okay. I mean, those movies are very okay, let's be honest. the uh, I, That first one, the uh, first J.J. Abrams one, it's a pretty mm-hmm. good Star Wars movie. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I would argue I like him as an actor. 
he's been great in most of the stuff I've seen him I, in. I've seen him in Harold yeah. and Kumar, and I think that's most of what I've seen him in. He can do comedy. He can do acting. Right. Right. Yeah. Right yeah. Ah, but, but you know, know, what, you know listen, what, he's arguably not the worst part of the new Star Trek movies. So we'll give him that. Honestly, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, though, you you would want your Spike to be a little bit of a Joker. He did. He did. So one of the yeah. biggest reasons why this took so long to come out because this should have been out already. Um, he actually injured himself on set I while doing about this. while doing the stunts, and that happened just as COVID was starting. Ooh. So the recovery period one was supposed to be about six months for for the knee injury because it was apparently a really bad injury. Um, but he was like, he said, I don't care. You're not recasting me. I want to be in this. Um, and then COVID happened. And then they managed to continue filming after he was, um, you know, after he had finished recovering. So I, like I said, I got to give him props for, for his heart and his want to be in the show. Um, so I'm hoping he brings the right energy to this, this, this show, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So you got him. Um, what was it? The other main characters we got, we got Jet. Jet Black. Jet the, Black. Was um, okay. Yes. Jet Black. Jet Black being the, um, the kind of the gruff dad <laughs> of the group. Yeah. Fair. He's, which, he's definitely which, the responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Which in, it, it's funny. <laughs> now that I'm older, I feel myself when I, when I've rewatched the series, I just, I understand his just, he's tired. He gets frustrated <laughs> at, at the stupid things that Spike and Faye do. Ed is constantly bothering him. He's got to take care of a dog that's not even his. Is he tired or is he just dad? Because I feel like he he's is, more dad than tired. I would argue he's tired only because if you get into the backstory, you understand more of where he's at that's at fair. this point that's in his life. Um, Which he I, isn't. He, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no, sorry, no I, I, I was going to like shift gears a little bit and be like, this show being mostly filler is not a bad thing. Um, but go ahead. Well, that's what I was going to discuss. Like, you actually find out the backstories of the characters in the filler episodes in a kind of a natural progression where it's not so much about filler and just filling in space as much as this episode happens, but it's happening and it re- it regards to part of the backstory for the character. It does a lot of world building and doesn't, um, it may not move the plot along. So it, it it fills in space between plot episodes, if you want to call that filler. Like, I guess it's filler by definition, but it's no like it, I know filler is like a negative connotation. If you take like uh, the original Dragon Ball Z run or like a Naruto um, or Bleach. Yeah, mm. like, oh, like, it's got a real like, like the word filler might leave a bad taste in your mouth. But it, in a show like Cowboy Bebop, I'm almost like, give me more. Give me more of this world. Building. I would. It's so I, good. I would rather call it honestly nonlinear world, uh, nonlinear storytelling, because yeah. um, a lot of the stories when they tell you Jet's phase and eventually Spike's backstory, normally they would tell you all that stuff as the characters meet up and then go and do whatever they're trying to accomplish. This one they do it backwards, which honestly I kind of like it better because I sometimes feel like you know stories like that is okay here's this new character okay now here's the build up you know it gets well, too formulaic what's interesting and about that super guilty of that yes mm-hmm. what's interesting about that is what they do with this you don't get introduced to, you do get introduced to the main characters little by little um yep. like asteroid blues the first episode introduces you to spike and jet so they are the two kind of main people in the story 
the second episode called Stray Dog, Stray Dog Strut introduces you to arguably the most important character on the show, Ein the Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is true. Yeah. Uh, Ein is precious. Ein, that's some common bitch. <laughs> the, he, that, that, Brooklyn Nine Nine reference. Yeah, that that no, it's, you're absolutely. I, I for, for those I, that for those that don't know, I didn't. Now I know. Now you know. Um, and then you don't get introduced to Faye until the third episode, which is Honky Tonk Woman, where she's introduced kind of like as this fast dealing femme fatale type character and then it turns out she's just an unlucky mess i'm just sad she's not a uh, a, a female version of the honky tonk man the greatest intercontinental <laughs> champion of all time oh jesus <laughs> oh god how do you know she isn't all right <laughs> uh she didn't job she... the ultimate warrior in like four seconds <laughs> well, you don't see her past life <laughs> so arguably like i said they while they do go into that whole we introduce the characters little by little um you do get like the the the, the characters are still the your bats absolutely right they do get the backstories are introduced not like as part of the character being introduced but like later on as part of the more long longer form storytelling i guess you could say for for the specific characters so like and every one of them gets like a cat like after the introductory episode it's a lot of episodes with them together and then mm. like a few episodes with them on their own kind of adventure that is true yeah. when you put it that way yeah and, and i think it's unfair to call everything like kind of filler because that's just like saying all the other characters but spike don't matter you know because like that's fair because it's all about building the world it's only one season like they can't there can't be we're all saying it's such a great show <laughs> it's for a reason right like well, every mean, episode is telling a story it's all the plot it's, and that's what i was gonna say every episode yeah. is also memorable in some way like yeah. i don't yeah. know about you but there are a lot of feelings to digest as you watch yeah. these, these episodes depending on what you're going through like just in general um, I, I found that most of the episodes have some kind of gut punch at some point. Um, mm. Some kind of episode is just like, I don't want to say like mind-blowing revelation, but it's definitely like <laughs> something that leaves you just like, wow. And I mean, hell, even uh, the silly episodes like um, Avatar. The, the Last... episode? I was going to say Avatar uh, The Last Airbender, like their cactus episode is a total ripoff of the Mushroom Samba. <laughs> no that's fair yeah yeah I love uh, how dare salad. you cactus juice is the quenchiest <laughs> <laughs> and that's also true. yeah that is true that is true but, i mean mushroom samba is by far one of my one of my favorite episodes um i mean there's another episode called cowboy funk that they i don't think they even aired in the united states because of the connotations with 9-11 at the time mm. like when it when it aired mm. um mm. You know, with the exploding buildings and like the fact that the, one of the one of the, the main antagonists, so to speak, of the story, which just wasn't even really the main antagonist, uh, Teddy Bomber is based off of the Unabomber. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right? Yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's by head. far it's by far one of the funniest episodes because essentially Spike meets his cowboy bounty hunter that has his own theme music that plays every time he shows up for one episode and it's like it's almost like the character's like where is that music coming from every time he shows up that's fun <laughs> yeah um but though there's a lot of stuff that goes like on rewatching it it went over my head the first time um 
Yeah, I'm, I'm but, excited. I'm currently rewatching it. I'm on the episode like ten. So episode ten. Surely. I'm sorry. I, I have the list of episodes in front of me because I. The other thing that I really loved about the show is the music. And like, yeah, I feel a lot like of jazz. we need to we need to touch <laughs> on that after we touch on the, uh, the the main characters because I think we're jumping around a little much with just how much there is to talk about about this show. I mean, there's a lot to Fair. unpack about this show, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, for example, that we were just talking about Jet, who's like the main character. He's being played by in the new show, and he honestly he looks really good. Yeah. I like his casting. Yeah. Um, I don't. Have, one... I don't have problems with the, the casting at all for this, this show. I know there's people that do. Uh, there's people in our age range or in a little bit older that are like, oh, but the, the people and there should be this, and it's like <laughs> spikes. Spikes a fucking Martian. What do you mean he he should be? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he's being played by Mustafa Shakir, who, As if I remember, do. if I remember correctly, he was one of the villains in Marvel's Luke Cage. That was where I saw, okay, him most. I think most recently. Um, I'm looking through his his work is not too. He hasn't done too much. Okay. Yeah, because the, the, the name doesn't ring any bells. Who did he play yeah, in in Luke Cage? Um, he played. I'm sorry, one second while I go through here. I'm taking a look. One second. He was the villain in the set. John McIver. I think he was the villain in the second season, which is why I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even seen the first season. Uh, dude, oh, the first season of of, of, uh, Luke Cage is really good. Like, the best way I can explain it, there there was, I think, like a teaser trailer for the uh, first season. Yeah, to uh, Wu Tang Clan's Bring the Ruckus. And the first season brings the ruckus. Like it's, it's. it's really I good. liked it. It's real good. I yeah. like the first season of Luke Cage. The first half of good. the first season is fucking great. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, but that's what just gets me so tired with like, especially the Marvel properties. Like, because I love Devil season one, and then like the first half of season two was okay, and it just fell off a cliff. And I was like, I have no motivation to watch these shows. That's it's how like they're just gonna keep doing this to me. I mean, that's how I feel about the Punisher. Time couldn't yeah. watch that. Time of recording. Yeah. Um, Shang Chi comes out tonight. Oh, wow. Way to date this. No, that's great. That's great. Shanghai, <laughs> I mean, everyone does see it. Normally, I'm, normally I would be there instead of recording right now because I have kind of made it a point to always be at opening nights for most Marvel movies. That's generally what I always do. ABO. Oh, cool. This is the first time I have it. I'm going Saturday. Don't get me wrong. I'll still be there opening weekend. Give us that report on what you think. Yeah, I will. How many absolutely. Uh, I'll let you know. Oh, please. Gladly. I need to know if there's a Johnny Storm or not. <laughs> At least one, please. I, I think time. we need to just start rating our movies on a scale of one to ten Johnny Storms. That's Oh, yes, please. Oh, my gosh. We could just start rating them how many or how good they are based on how many Johnny Storms are in the movie. Yeah. What, what would Johnny Storm think of this movie? That's a another scale, <laughs> too. Even, we have like a, a lot of scales. <laughs> I don't like them are Johnny Storm related. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So yes, that's so that's the two main characters we're introduced to. Then obviously Ayn we're introduced to. He's been cast. He is a very cute dog whose name I don't remember. I, I don't think they've released the name of the dog that's playing him. However, release the dog we, name, you coward. We do, we do know we do know that he is a real dog. So is it a Welsh corgi? It is a Welsh is. corgi. I know oh. I made people made fun of people nitpick and stuff, but this is the hill I die on. <laughs> 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 if so mine isn't a welsh if mine isn't a welsh corgi i'm out i'm, I'm fucking done i 
can't believe the bed is marching to this kind of person. <laughs> fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like me getting mad at the fucking Legion is superheroes. Like, I so I get it. Like, you have a certain connection with these characters, but like, they're final fucking aliens. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. It's it's fiction. Everyone, calm down. All right, but arguably, okay. So arguably, though, like that's a dog. Yeah. So, no, no. I, that's 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 the. I mean, yeah. What you can do you find the breed of What do you replace a dog with on the show? Another Un- dog. Christopher Walken in a fursuit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> Woof. Oh, I mean, it was I'm for this, this idea I'm down for. Okay, okay. Either Welsh Corey <laughs> or Christopher Walken in a dog suit, or I'm out. <laughs> and it's hey, got uh, to be the, uh, uh, the uh, dog suit that uh, Joey Wheeler wore from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> oh, my God. If Christopher or, Walken challenges people to card games. Or, or the Wilford dog games. Or, or the Wolford dog suit. Oh, the Wolford dog suit. Oh, Wolford dogs. Why not both? Right. Why not switch it between scenes and never talk about it? <laughs> I love that. Either, either Christopher Walken in a dog suit or Al Pacino in a dog suit. More, oh. Yeah, more more uh, specifically, uh, Al Pacino from Scent of a Woman. <laughs> you say it like there was any other kind of Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you know, good roles. God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Okay, keeping back on track. So after we're introduced <laughs> to, I'm just trying to keep us on page here. You're doing great, Paolo. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, um, then we're introduced, and I mentioned the character already, uh, Faye Valentine, who is the third of the main human characters in the show. Um, she is, like I said, she's supposed to be like this very buxom, curvy, typical anime. You know, when, impossible when, proportions. Listen, yes, there have, yes. listen. There's a reason there were formative years of my life. All right, guys, come on. Let's be honest. She's here. just like one of my Japanese animes. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Actually, that was that's supposed to be Otacon. I'm sorry. I'm messing up my my, my, my video games over here. I'm a bad nerd. <laughs> it's fine. Otacon's in all video games. You just have to look for him. He's like the little words Waldo of video games. I thought you were gonna say he's like Tom Hanks in Shape of Water. He's just the background. Yeah, he he's is. he's in every video game where he's not in the game, and instead it's his father. <laughs> father. No, that's canon. That is canon. That unfortunately is canon. Yes, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Faye Valentine, very formative, impossible proportions. Um, are her proportions impossible in real life, Paolo? Are people uh, mad yes. about it? Uh, people are absolutely both. mad about it. The, the internet both. is a terrible place. They're upset that she is not wearing, you know, shorts that will obviously <laughs> just disappear into crevices. Um, yeah, the CT as, shorts. As, yeah, as those, those shorts are. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what those shorts were called. Um, the camel toe shorts for CT yes. shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, needless to say, I, I prefer. I like. Listen, I like the outfit. I like the costume. Like that they it gave her seems, for this. It seems like it's kind of evocative of the outfit without being ridiculous yes, and exactly. like uncomfortable for people. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad at it. Like the. No. I hate the uh, some of the reaction that we're getting online because it's like. The person that's playing her has worn a very similar outfit with like the same top and shorts. They were it was just purple instead of yellow, and they're like, yeah. "We did it in another movie. Why did you do it in this movie?" But that's not how movies work. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how wardrobe works. 
<laughs> there was a dinosaur in Jurassic Park. Just put a dinosaur in every movie. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This is an actual cl- complaint from me. I'm going to be <laughs> but, right. Funny, funny story. Funny story. <laughs> she's walking also, the rings. The, the, actress, the actress in this show is also in Jurassic World. See? I oh, knew it. Shit. Oh, man. Checkmate, atheist. <laughs> <laughs> going to take that horse deworm and cure my COVID. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Jamie, pull that up. Wait. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is I I don't like I listen. I have been very critical about things that I've watched in the past. I I'm just as guilty of being that stupid mega nerd <laughs> who's just like, what? Listen, I'm gonna be upset if Spike doesn't have the right gun because that's how big of a nerd I am. I know what kind of gun Spike uses in the show. If he doesn't have that same gun, I'll be upset. When it comes to changing a little bit of the actress's like costume so it looks more in tune with what you're trying to get and it doesn't look ridiculous, I'm okay with that. That that's absolutely fine. You do what you got to yeah. do with that. Well, not to mention, if they wanted to accurately recreate her outfit from the anime, they'd literally have to CGI and I CGI it on her. <laughs> Yeah, that outfit yeah. just doesn't. Yeah, no, that's not working. It's yeah. Even even the 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 sweater, like she has a sweater that she wears around herself. That red sweater that she wears to kind of, I don't know, attempt to hide some skin. Look, the the, the nice part is is that when you're drawing an animation, you don't have to worry about where the character's internal organs are. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, we've Rob, all like- seen this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the trick right like everyone thinks when you draw okay i gotta draw a character start with the organs you don't have to do that you can just draw a thing like you don't have to, yeah like, that's a yes, secret I, I, it can doesn't... I can make her pelvis thinner than her head it's it's all good <laughs> it's... i think her neck is wider than her waist <laughs> oh god I, I i gotta look at it so, so i remember a while ago uh people used to love to just for find references and just to show how ridiculous proportion people are like I, I remember there was some anime where somebody had a there was a character holding a soda can and then like the female character was standing you know a couple inches away and they figured out that the soda can uh, was thicker than she was <laughs> I listen it, 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 and listen, it, anime is not the only place that's guilty of this. Okay? It's definitely of not. It's definitely have you not. Seen, have you seen the Spider Woman cover? I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I you know, know exactly, exactly which Spider Woman going. cover. I know exactly okay. where this is going. So there Wait, was is, a cover. Okay. I, I'm going to look it up right now because I need to show you this if you haven't seen it's it. Because spider-ass, it's Spider S, right? Uh, Milo Minara is the, I believe, the, the artist. And hold on, I'm pulling up the cover now so you can see essentially what her body looks like it just is completely improportionate to how a human body would move one second i'm posting it right now for you guys it is completely just utterly anatomically incorrect (laughs) and if i'm not mistaken then they reuse the uh that picture for regular spider-man Listen, I, I see it. I see a, a Daredevil. One, I'm sorry, not a, a Deadpool one. That I'm just hold on. It's you mean just, this it, one? It, yes, exactly that one. And uh, in comparison, they've got Hillary Clinton. Oh God! <laughs> wow, this is wow. What a pose! What a pose! Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I also uh, familiar with the like that that pose where you can see the woman's uh, boobs and butt at the same time. It's like what's what's happening to your spine? How do you oh, do it? The, that's uh, that's the that's twisty the around. one. The, the cat. Yeah, one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
that weird twist that the human body can apparently make when you're posing for a cover art. And when you when you <laughs> when you gotta show off the goods for the nerds I, who buy your comics, they can twist around because they are women. Well, the like I said, all I'm saying is that. You know, like I said, you can have those outfits, you can have those proportions in an anime. That's one thing, but don't don't fucking bitch and moan when it, when it's not when they're not able to translate that to real life. Listen, I am a giant nerd, and I will complain about them not being able to do that whenever I want, which I won't because I'm also not a shitty person. So hey, and you're just complaining about like a gun. That's a fun little nitpicky thing, and it's not going to affect. You're not harassing actors or actresses. And that's the worst part is, again, as usual, people are just the worst part of all of this because <laughs> they 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 take something that people can actually get excited for and ruin it by nitpicky stuff that you can't change. Yep. You can't change. <laughs> Me complaining about a gun that they use for a prop? Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's not going to make really make a difference because... <laughs> Watch the what, it, watch the fucking prop master to listen to this podcast. He's going to hear you bitching about it because he had to change it out. And he's <laughs> going to sit there. I'm sorry, Paulo, I tried, but they wouldn't let me. Actually, yeah, I mean, if this does happen. Please at us, like, <laughs> please let us know about all the props you used. I really, honestly, that's I, yeah, I'm, I'm interested I'm, to know. Yeah, I'm legit interested. Like, yeah. I mean, I actually would love to know about the props because let's be honest, one of the best parts of the show also is. That world design. The aesthetic is really cool. Oh my god. The whole vibe of the show. And really, like, it really lends itself well to uh, Adult Swim at the time. Now, yeah, I mean, just just to comment more on the vibe, it's, it's, it does the whole lived in sci fi really well. It's got that dirty aspect to it in some parts and other parts you see like the very clean, like, sci fi. So there are a couple of episodes that take place in like very, homogenous clean laboratory settings and they're very futuristic they've got futuristic devices and stuff but then there's other parts where it looks like you're in an old tijuana mexico um like cantina yeah trying to mm-hmm. catch some dude who's wearing a, a sombrero <laughs> yeah it it does kind of uh i guess i would hearken it to either the original Star Wars, or even like a Final Fantasy VII, where the you come into the story in this world that's already been lived in, and you're just kind of things as you go. Um, and, yeah. and even so, like the, the aesthetically, like steampunk, sci-fi, punk, whatever you want to call it, um, it's got kind of alive and well. I gotta make one mention um, before we go to break, is just the idea of the fact we don't learn about what happened in the world until later on. It's something yeah. that gets built on as part of the story. Yeah, and even then we don't really know. We don't have all we don't have all the answers. Right, right. But we will have more answers we when we come back. <gasps> Break time. And we're back. All Hello. Right. So we talked a little bit about the characters of Cowboy Bebop. Um, yeah. 
not so much the setting. I feel like we need to touch on that real quick. So most well, of the characters. I was, I was yeah. hoping we were going to talk about our favorite scenes because I really liked when when Spike runs into Vicious and he's like Darby Allen. <laughs> I love I uh, I love it. Uh, I remember it, and I'm here for it. And then later, when, 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 he, when they meet up again, he's like, "I heard you for the past seven years. I heard you." And then everybody's going, "CM Punk, CM." Boy, it's, it's 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 a little jarring, but it's it's not so good. Quite, I, quite the Nostradamus of shows, Cowboy Bebop. A very specific prediction did come true. <laughs> Are you, I, I think you had the AEW cassette tape and when you meant to watch uh, Cowboy Bebop again <laughs> uh, that's a classic <laughs> that's a classic thing, so. oh, let me just turn on the streaming service is this a cassette tape well that's a streaming service yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, usually, you usually put things into boom boxers to stream things uh, uh, who knows let's see what happens see ya punk I really love that they brought back uh, Living Color to do the soundtrack for the show. It's um, (laughs) oh man, what a tape! (laughs) What a mixtape! I'm sorry, guys. Keep going. There is an entire episode that they spend looking for a Betamax. You're right. I just remember this right now. There is an entire episode that they spend. The entire episode going back to Earth to find a Betamax player. Have you tried finding a Betamax player? It's impossible in this day and age. It's so it, 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 I economy? feel like it's more. I feel like it's more impossible now than what they had to deal with to find a Betamax player. <laughs> Earth people are weird. <laughs> I mean, that, that is true. That is very true. They, they keep saying that throughout the episode because that's the episode yep. you find uh, Ed, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. That's a different what episode. Mushroom. I know they find her on uh, Earth at some point. I know it's one of that the Earth is, episodes. So that's the episode where they go investigate the satellite images that keep popping up. Like people, someone's using an old satellite and drawing faces on Earth with it. That's and the la- the laser. I'm yep. I'm I'm yep. rusty on the episodes. I didn't rewatch them like you did. I okay. So truth be told, I started rewatching it and then I watched the movie. Nice. Um, knocking on heaven's door you should i know um the movie is is just instead of it being a half an hour to to try to digest everything that happens you get two hours of just this amazing animation some of the best fight scenes in the entire series happened during this um you they put so much detail into that movie i i was one of the people when that premiered in the united states i went to a random theater in manhattan where it was playing to wow. watch it Wait, was That's it actually awesome. random? Did you like throw a dart and like you're like, oh, well, go well, to this one. Hope it's there. No, it was one of those. <laughs> so okay, so back back during this time where it wasn't like now, where so for example, um, if you if you're into anime and you know about the the anime Demon Slayer or like uh, My Hero Academia movie, um, those get released oh, to yeah, a yeah. wider audience. Those get released to most theaters. I mean, the Demon Slayer movie essentially is one of the biggest movies to open up in Japan, and that was during COVID. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um. Knocking on Heaven's Door, when it opened up here in the United States, it opened to very select theaters. I think there were maybe five theaters in all of New York City that were playing it. Yeah, I actually, speaking of that, um, in, in a similar kind of thing, uh, I went to see one of the uh, Black Butler movies in like a smaller theater. Yeah, that's all. The, back in the day, that's the only releases we got. Oh, no. this oh show no, I mean, is... I mean kind of recently, in the past couple of like, Oh, kind of recently. 
you know, it's funny. But Black even, Butler's a smaller anime. Exactly. Yes. Com- like something in, in, like Demon Slayer. In, in comparison, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but like going back then, I remember just it was me finding out that this was going out through Anime News Network, which was the like the only kind of anime website for actual anime <laughs> news at the time. <laughs> um and then we're like, oh yeah, it's gonna release on this date. And then I was like, I have to go. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and I that was one of those experiences that I just remember go, walking out of that movie theater and just going, oh, I love everything about this. The soundtrack plays in all of my playlists, like in my just regular playlist, the soundtrack to the show plays, the songs from like the opening ending and the opening endings from the movies. Um, just, just, oh, I can't, if we don't talk about the music, we'll have failed in this episode because the show. <laughs> It's well, wasn't so the, wasn't the movie subtitled uh, "Knocking on Heaven's Door" in Japan, and they couldn't clear it in America for that title? I think they did. They they figured out how to. I don't remember. I, all I know they figured is figured it out. I, listen, <laughs> it's a puzzle. All I they, know. All I, <laughs> listen. This isn't like JoJo's where they have to rename characters because yes, of the fact they're yes, just direct yes. references. <laughs> yeah, like Cool Ice. <laughs> like cool oh, ice. that ice is so cool. <laughs> oh, there, there's a ton of those. Oh my god, there's so many of those. Yeah, Yeah, it's the whole show, because everything is music references. Hell, one of the main characters (laughs) of Stardust Crusaders, uh, Abdul? Oh yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be Abdul, for Paul Abdul. Yeah. Yes! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They even had to, just in case, they don't want to step on anyone's toes. Listen, all I know is, is this show, and like, in essence, that show probably as well, just very influenced by music. Um, All of the episodes have kind of like the the names of the episodes fit with like the musical theme for the episode. I don't that know if you true. guys noticed that. Like it it, yep. it just it feels that way like and even the names of the episodes. So for example, episode 7 is called Heavy Metal Queen. The episode the episode revolves around a a trucker woman, mm-hmm. uh, like a space trucker woman who's very yes. into heavy metal and yep. most of the music that plays during that episode all heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So good. The The last episode, the last two episodes is the real folk blues part one and part two. That's the ending of the show. That's the name of the, the ending theme of the show, which is just so good. So good. That that opening, it's you play that and you know, if you, <laughs> you just you know. know, he knows tank tank is one of the <laughs> most well-known songs. Excuse you. It's tank. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> the exclamation, exclamation. Yeah, tank. Tank. Sorry, I, I'll I'll go on forever about no, it. No, so like, please I, stop. I was me. gonna say uh, I I've been in a handful of bands that like actually no I I I think every band I've been in the bass player knew how to play that song, <laughs> and at least <laughs> once practice you'd get three two one let's jam. I I remember when I was in band class the baritone saxophone would always try to get that final uh, horn riff because <laughs> that, that's the thing everybody forgets it's a baritone sax uh, playing that part and it's difficult to shit on baritone Fucking I mean I didn't nerd. know baritone sax I, I didn't know that sax. was either yeah 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 no that that's that's a baritone that's that's why that sounds so weird I love it good so good. It doesn't so really sound good. weird to me. It sounds like jazz. Yeah. <laughs> and and now that you mention it, like I feel like the entire show kind of follows that that flow, that melody of jazz, where it's like it feels very improvised, but then there's just like the interconnecting notes 
mm. all God over the damn place. It. That's such a good way to put the fuck. Yes. It's yes. true. Yes. Thank you. Okay. That's, that's is this show a masterpiece? I think the show's a it, fucking masterpiece. It, I think the show is very much a masterpiece. <laughs> it just and it all wraps up together at the fucking end. Ah. I mean, oh, no, wait. Yo, my God. It, it always goes down to me as one of those uh, animes where it's like, even if you don't give two shits about anime, you have to watch it. It's it's a sci- it's a good sci-fi above anything else. Yeah. True. It's good sci-fi, good storytelling, great music, characters that you care about. It's such a well-developed um, world setting. The dub is good. The dub is the best. The dub Dub's is better, really arguably, good. than the Japanese version. I've never actually listened to the Japanese version, so I really, I, I just prefer the dub. Um, I don't but, speak any Japanese, so yeah, to Mike's point, like I wouldn't be able to judge yeah. it. Yeah. But it's <laughs> one of those movies. It's one of those shows where you watch it with subtitles and you watch it in English, and you don't feel like you missed anything. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll be, I'll be honest. I generally prefer watching my anime in in Japanese. I I, I read the subtitles. Yeah. Hell, I turn my subtitles on when I'm watching regular TV. Yeah, fair. All right, I'm one of those. I'm one of those weirdos. That's um, not weird. Everyone's doing it now. But on the streaming sh- services on cassette. This show, for some reason, there is something about the 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 inflections, the voice acting, the voice direction that was given to the actors. There is not a single line. There, there's so there's a specific part um, in the first episode where Spike is whistling a song, and that song is haunting. Apparently, that was ad libbed. Oh. That whistle. Hmm. That's so cool. Sorry, I, I, I needed. I, I, that I was didn't just know that. one of those. One of those weird kind of, of of little tidbits of information that I've always had because that that I'm, I'm terrible at whistling. No, you're doing it. Um, but that <laughs> that little that little tune has never been released in any soundtrack anywhere else. It just sits and haunts me when it plays in that first episode and I just can't stop hearing it. It's just like this <laughs> earworm that's just been forever stuck in my head oh, over no. 20 years since I watched the show because Get you it realize out. the show the show came out originally in 1998 and didn't come out in the United States until 2001. Mm. Wow, that's been in your head for a long time. That has been in my head for a long time because I remember watching the show and originally aired on Adult Swim. Sorry, it's just something that like has been there forever. <laughs> it just sticks with me forever. Like it's the good music to get in the it show, out. Just to get it out. It's always be stuck in my head. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, it's just a great show, it's good. hands down. It is good. Like the the random like Children's Choir. I think in episode five or six, the one with the first appearance of Vicious. The um, fight in the church. Like, yeah, like it's like. Where's I think that's the first episode, like, because I, I watched anime like Dragon Ball Z, and this is like, like, it was kind of eye opening to me. But that episode was very like, holy shit, like, what, what is happening? Why is there a children's chorus? Why is there like all this? Oh, battle? my like, God. Oh, the shootout. Yeah. It's very much not your regular, like, tell show in an anime. And like it being on the block, it was on kind of shook things up if that makes any sense because we didn't really get a lot of anime on tv either at that point yeah for sure it definitely changed my perception yeah, on I mean, like what anime is or was or yeah. what i like what i would, would expect out of it yeah yeah i, I mean, mean it did it, it also had a lot of adult more adult themes to it um like this so for example the episode uh which is the one where um Faye goes to that planet uh the cold planet jupiter jazz mm. with the um I know she ends up. She, she ends up meeting that. Um, 
I, I, I guess we can call it androgynous, um, like a survivor of the Martian War. Yeah. Oh. Sure. Yep. I, I'm not up to. I forget that one. I'm not up to. Oh, that episode, that, that episode is 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 really interesting to talk about. That episode. Um, I could probably do an entire episode just talking about all of that, what goes on in that, because that's a two-parter. Oh, um, I mean, hell, it's it's very adult that for the reason that um, even by '90s anime standards, they chain smoke a lot in it. Oh my yeah, god, they there, just that's a lot the of other smoking. Thing, so much smoking. <laughs> do you think we're gonna get any of that in the, in the live action show? I hope so, man. Because I feel if they like that's, don't, that's, that's part of the aesthetic of the fucking show is his lights and fucking Spike just lighting up a cigarette. You know what I mean? Constantly, where it says no smoking too. Oh, uh, I mean some of the, like the, the some of the scenes, the way that they're 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 drawn and lit. And, and, and okay, and that's the interesting part to talk about with the show. This show isn't based on a manga. The manga came out afterwards. So like they made like a separate manga while most animes are generally created on based on like a, you know, what's coming out from Shonen Jump or whatever other, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. manga magazine you read. Um, this show was specifically done for, for TV from start to finish. Yeah. So you get to see them play with some really interesting just like lighting techniques um there's some scenes where spike is drawn literally just in like he's done in just this complete kind of shades of blue and all you do like all the scenes are just and him lighting up that cigarette is just so just kind of it, it stays with you because you get to see like it, it's different shades of blue and just that cigarette lighting up and just that bright black like that that bright like red color of the mm-hmm. cigarette just oh, kind I of know exactly what you're saying popping you know what i'm talking about like yeah, I, I don't know, know. <laughs> you know if you've seen the show you know what you're talking it's a dot ah, you know good. especially with the movie they kind of like have a bigger budget to do more of that which is why i remember i have to revisit the movie it's been a while but i uh, okay i just love the whole style i i okay so i need to bring up something that i loved especially about the way that they did the action scenes for this the show um the action scenes are very realistic that's the other thing they they're done some stuff didn't they for this i i feel like they did but it feels like they did. Yeah. One of the big things that I wanted to bring up is the fact that um, Spike's fighting style. So Spike is a martial artist. His fighting style is Jeet Kune Do, yes. which is Bruce Lee's yes. like famous. For that, that That is Bruce Lee's fighting style. Okay. Yep. Um, a lot of his, you know, through the character, you see that fluid. But like the way he moves is very fluid, very much like water. Yeah. He's very relaxed, very just kind of, you know, moving. The fight scene that he has in that movie is just very brutal good. it's <laughs> so good it's so brutal and it's so just like the movements are so natural with just it lends itself to like the way he's drawn those long lanky legs with the kicks they're just like you see yep. the power behind them oh my god those oh, fight scenes are so good <laughs> he's all <laughs> chill and laid back and he's like ah oh, i guess i'll eat my fucking beef and veggies noodles, with, with, yeah. with no with no beef, with no beef. <laughs> it's beef and veggies all right and you feed sprouts to the dog that's all you got <laughs> it's like oh wait a minute i gotta beat this guy i have to throw this guy red ass beaten yeah i got you <laughs> and that fight is so good because his 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 foil in that fight in the movie is this character that's just like a beast like he is just a monster (laughs) like he just he takes spikes hits like just these brutal kicks and punches and just tanks them and just keeps coming (laughs) after him oh my god it's so good 
Sorry, I, like literally, if you Don't get me going on any so do you get like i don't know if you guys have this but like sometimes you get really too excited about something that you want to introduce people to no i end up just like oh you you're you're vaguely interested in the thing well here's info dump about the thing that i like that is what i feel like i'm doing with this because i know so much about this stupid part of the point of it (laughs) yeah I still have nightmares about one particular episode. I don't like mimes because of one particular episode in this show. Oh, I because I, I I remember like bits and pieces. Like rewatching this show is very eye opening to me because I'm like, man, I, this this is why I like this show. I do not remember the mime episode. I'm excited to get so to it. So it wasn't a mime. It was oh. um, the name of the episode is Pierre Lefaux. It's the episode with that guy that just kind of floats around killing people (laughs) with a smile on his face. And like he's this like kind of rotund character with a beard and this giant top hat. Um, Very reminiscent. I don't know if you've ever seen D. Gray Man. Um, He's very reminiscent of the Count character in that show. I don't think D Green Man sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. Or, it's another anime yeah. that I would recommend to, to some people who are who are into that aesthetic. But um essentially it's just this 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 character with no emotion, no um like he's literally just homicidal, um, no emotions, no feelings, no remorse for anything that he does, just kind of floating around taking care of of, of killing people. And Spike ends up having to fight him. And that episode, to this day, terrifies me just because of the look on his face. And But that episode feels very much like a fever dream. Oh. <laughs> um, in a bad way. Uh, it is. So it is a nightmare. A, yeah. Yeah, essentially. Um, uh-huh. like That's why I say like that episode fucks me up. I sometimes skip it because I don't want to watch. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that isn't. Okay. All right. um, but it's a, it's a kind of a really creepy episode. Some people love that episode. I hate it I because of how it. creepy it is. I remember enjoying it. You remember, I mean, Listen, I mean, it's a great episode regardless. It is. Like, it is. It's just, it's... It, it just it feeds into what I don't like. Like my, my weird kind of <laughs> things. Like he, yeah, you know what, you know what he does. He gives me a very um, like uh, Danny DeVito. If he wasn't a disgusting vi- uh, penguin vibe. Yes. Uh, okay, and see, that's the thing. I love, I love Danny DeVito in Batman Returns. So I can, and I know Paolo historically. Um, I do not like have it. words. Not, yeah, not, you have not words a big about fan. Him. Nope, not a big fan. <laughs> not a huge fan at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense to me. Like, I, I get it. Um, like I said, yes. Thank you, Matt, for posting that picture. Oh, that is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That guy, I remember. Like, okay. Like, wow. it, it's, it's like, he, you know, the kind of always, because he's like got that whole very like uh, late 19th century kind of clothing selection. He kind of gives me a, uh, if Studio Ghibli wanted to make a horror film. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. I could see that. Absolutely. Um, another episode that like I, I, I always like to talk about is Toys in the Attic. I don't know if you remember that episode, uh, Mike. I, I know the Aerosmith name. album. Yeah. So, is this... <laughs> so Toys in the Attic is one of the funnier episodes where essentially um, it starts off as like a funny episode and then just gets kind of really dark because then it turns out they're getting hunted by something on the, <laughs> on the bebop, on the actual ship that they're on uh, okay 
And then you come to find out that it's like some kind of weird, irradiated mutant fungus monster, fungus lobster monster. Is it a living? Oh, okay. it's, oh, it's the lobster. Thing. I thought this was the it's thing the living in the is... fridge. Yeah, that's the one in the fridge. This is the, okay. I remember this one. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one in the fridge. So a lot of people think that technically that episode is the end of the series. And that everything else that happens is just like, <laughs> yeah, those like, those classic. That's one of those weird, <laughs> just kind of like, because uh, during that episode, everyone gets sick. Like they, they, the the thing beats everyone on the ship except for Ed, which we should probably mention because that's one of the characters that I don't think they've cast or may include in this episode, in this show, in the in the live action. Yeah, Ed is Ed is a girl, right? Ed, Edward is Edward. Edward, Edward is Edward. Is Edward. Edward, yeah, Edward is, Edward. is just Edward. Yeah, that's true. Um, Edward is a a hacker child that they pick up on Earth um, in one of the episodes, and she just kind of decides that she's going to stay on the bebop for a while because she doesn't have a family. Or actually, no, I'm sorry. Her father just kind of wandered away one day, um, and she just decides to stay on the bebop. And <laughs> she's there. She's their computer expert. Yep. <laughs> so her I don't dog. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually confusing Toys in the Attic with uh, Game Shuffle, which is the fourth episode where um, they have that uh, biovirus. Oh god, Gateway Shuffle is so good. There the is... one with the um, <clears throat> the virus that that turns people back into monkeys, turns them back into monkeys, and you're dealing with that terrorist group where you find out the... they're like, you know what they reminded me of? They reminded me of uh, Ma from Futurama. They're like a doomsday cult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah They're like yeah, a doomsday yeah. cult, but like they all like thought that like the leader of the cult was their mother, kind of like how the robots think that Ma, you know, Ma is their mother in Futurama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I got the same vibe from that. But um that, that was a great episode. That was a one. fantastic episode. Like honestly, every I mean, don't get me wrong, there are some episodes that are not as good as others. So like Heavy Metal Queen, I had mentioned, is kind of an okay episode. It's good. It's not like one of those episodes that stays with you, but like Ballad of Fallen Angels, which is the fifth episode, which hacker, yeah. that was the one you were talking about. Yeah. Um, that episode is the one that like most people are just like, what is this? Like, what is going on? Yeah, I think I think uh, I, to put I would put it succinctly. Every single episode is a vibe. It's a different vibe for sure, but it, you can all just kind of like it's all different, but good. It's just so good in every single way. There's there's not a single bad episode that I don't like. Like even like the so the Jet episode, the Black Dog Serenade, where you get Jet's, Jet's backstory about what happened with him and the crime syndicates and his old police partner and all that other stuff. Fantastic, just so well done. Um, Boogie Woogie Feng Shui is that the one where he meets the the guy who wants to learn how to like fight like him, like like Spike. <laughs> I feel like that's that episode. Oh, the, with the, where the, he stops the terrorists on the plane yeah. and then and the guy follows like, him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a good episode. That is a great They're episode, all, too. Oh, He's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, dude, I gotta learn how to fight like you. I, I, gotta, I, I gotta learn. I forget. Does, does Spike like just keep beating the brakes off him or does he just like keep trying to avoid him? He just keeps trying to avoid him. Uh, and like at one point, he does kind of teach him. Because and then he, that leads into just the devastating ending of that episode. <laughs> Because that episode is another one that's just just devastates you in the end. Like, okay, thanks. I forget how it ends. Does the guy die? Spoiler. Watch the show. Watch the show. Yeah, watch the show. Because, like, that's one of those things that I can't talk about because the way the show ends. Mm, I I don't want to spoil it because it leaves it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 
every single episode is its own little universe, right? Like it's it its feels own little, that way. It yeah. feels that way, except for the ones that connect. Like, so yeah. for example, so um, like I, I could read you off, like literally. So Ballad of Fallen Angels is the first one that kind of connects with Spike's backstory. Then yeah. um, Ganymede Elegy is one for Jet. Jupiter Jazz is kind of like a combination of all of them because Vicious is involved and all of the characters are involved. Um, My Funny Valentine specifically tells you Faye's backstory. Black Dog Serenade is another Jet episode. Mushroom Samba is an Ed episode specifically. <laughs> but that episode True. is just great on its own because... I love it. I'm sorry. The scene where, where Spike meets the frog on the stairs... <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, hey, where are you going? <laughs> that frog stupid is, frog. <laughs> this this frog is, is so wise. Stairway to heaven. <laughs> Shut up, frog. <laughs> <laughs> that scene is so nonsensical, but it's amazing. And he's just walking up the same step the whole time. <laughs> it's a stairway, frog, Paolo. What's nonsensical about yeah. that? Yeah. Come on. He's talking about stairway, frog. Come on. You, you weren't there for the Led Zeppelin reference? Yes, I was yeah, there for the, 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 the easy one. Yeah. Oh my god. It's hey, just don't so this good. Up. Come on. It's so good. And then obviously, like you go into the rest of the episodes. Um, and then Hard Luck Woman, the real folk blues part one and part two are really just kind of like that. Let's right. close everything out. That's so good. I still uh, I can I still like your theory where the mold episode is the fi- is actually the real episode. It's not <laughs> my <laughs> it's not my th- it's not my no, theory. It's, it's been it's, one that's I, been around the internets yeah yeah the internet has talked about that um and then the movie takes place at some point between i believe episode 22 and 23 um is canonically where that story takes place for the movie but the nice part about the movie is it can be its own separate thing and that's kind of where the story goes with this like i, I mean i kind of fell off the movie that the scene where everybody's standing around spike in a circle clapping telling him congratulations <laughs> oh god evangelion i might be confusing my animes <laughs> i don't i don't think you that's possible the I animes think. are still different these animes are very different <laughs> some people but, so uh, some people would argue so P- evangelion is another one of those animes that like a lot of people are just like oh my god you gotta watch it like it's so groundbreaking and it just is everything and like it had a real big effect it's good i would argue that cowboy bebop had a bigger effect on my life than evangelion did you don't even have to argue you can just tell us it's your life um (laughs) yeah yeah, (laughs) your opinion man (laughs) i'll be okay not for nothing though uh the ava opening is an absolute anthem Yes, it's mm. without question. Yes, without question. And Fly Me to the Moon is definitely not different. Uh, it's definitely the same every single time. <laughs> yeah, but do you think what's better, Evangelion Fly Me to the Moon or Bayonetta Fly Me to the Moon? Ooh. I haven't heard of Bayonetta Fly Me to the Moon, actually. Oh, don't worry. Play the game for five minutes. You'll hear it at least 50 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's real My good, God. <laughs> it's real uh, good in the Air Witches, so you can't you go know- wrong. I, so I have to admit something, which is I, I'll probably get a lot of flack for this. Is um, so Cowboy Bebop is like like I said, one of my top ten, top five anime of all times. Honestly, probably my top one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I good. never finished Samurai Champloo. Neither could I. I don't know a lot of flack for it, but I love the style of Samurai Champloo, much like in the way I love the uh, a Bebop. I, every episode's its own I like thing. 
you know, Great. I thought I would really like it. Like it, it, it has so much of a lot of the stuff that I like. It's the same person who did Cowboy Bebop. The music is essentially being directed in the same way, even though it's more towards a hip hop rap kind of um, illusion as opposed to the jazz illusion uh, from, I mean, it's, from it, Cowboy Bebop. The music's like the uh, essentially the precursor to the lo-fi hip hop we've got now. Right, yeah. right. And, and I thought like the, the character designs felt very much like exactly what I saw from Bebop. Oh, and you're I started total, watching it. I was gonna say, and you're also a total nerd for Roroni Kenshin, which oh, takes place absolutely. during like the same feudal thing. Si- yeah. A giant nerd for feudal samurai, like a total totally about that. Don't they and play baseball on that show? They I feel like they do at yeah. one point. That episode I de- that for, for whatever reason that episode definitely sticks with me. <laughs> I think it's the only one I've seen. Like it's a good one. The animation it, is just off the wall on that one. But it doesn't, it's good. Doesn't it not make sense if it's in feudal Japan then? What? Ba- no, baseball is eternal. Feudal Japan, yeah. <laughs> baseball is eternal. Yeah. First of all, first of all, Batman brought it to feudal Japan when he went to Japan. God damn it! It's true. Okay, Bat. We know canonically Batman went to Japan. And we also yeah. know canonically, 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 uh, canonically. Bat- Batman can breathe in space. Canonically, uh, <laughs> Batman can breathe in space. Yeah, he brought baseball to space too, Ed. That's why the Martians are playing it. Baseball attack well, of the Martians. Martians. And and on top of that, the Joker <laughs> absolutely has a Gundam out of a feudal castle in Japan. It's have you not seen Batanime? Bat anime? <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen Batman Ninja, Ed? I haven't. Actually. Yeah, it's Batanime. Oh my god, you have to. You have to. It's Batanime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If there's anything I want you, if there's anything I want everybody to take from this episode is <laughs> go watch guys, Cowboy Bebop. Go, go watch Cowboy Bebop. Also and then watch, watch Batman. <laughs> Batman Ninja. Go check out Batanime, everyone. We need to do it a Batman Ninja episode. You, you I've to, been screaming for this forever. What you need to do is you need to watch an episode of Cowboy Bebop and then cleanse your palate and watch Ninja <laughs> Batman. Batman Ninja. Ninja. That is oh wow. And then watch oh, the yeah. next episode of Cowboy Bebop. Then and watch then Batman your, Ninja again. Yeah, and then cleanse your palate with, with Batman Ninja. Exactly. I, yeah. I think by the time you get to the end of Cowboy Bebop, you will have lost your mind. <laughs> 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 or you'll really like the Batman Ninja anime. Or really hate it. I don't know what part of uh denial or dabda you'd be at, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good night, everybody. <laughs>